Midday on FBI Radio. This is For the Record. We'd like to acknowledge right now that we are broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person who's listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be. It is midday and that means we're listening to another album here on For the Record and we have the absolute privilege of uh, returning to someone who we've listened to in the past and they just released a fantastic record. I'm talking, of course, about Divide and Dissolve and their new album, Gaslit. If you've just tuned in for the first time, my name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon and we are a weekly album show here on FBI 94.5 FM. Uh, From midday until one, we go through a full record, top to bottom, breaking down its influences a bit about the backstory of the band or artist behind the work and assessing some of its impact in its short time or short life as a record or in the long life it's had. And it's, again, as Dan said, a very big privilege and pleasure to be revisiting new music by Divide and Dissolve, who are a Melbourne-based, sludgy, droney, metal, uh, music and composition based uh, artists and band. Yeah, not a whole lot of vocals to their songs, um, but I don't feel like there needs to be. They convey so much emotion just through their instruments, and this album is absolutely no exception to that rule. They've kind of almost doubled down on that, and I feel like it is, at least in my opinion, probably their most expressive record to date. Yeah, so if you once upon a time uh, joined us as we revisited their last record that was also Album of the Week here on FBI, Abomination, about two years back. You'd already be acquainted with Takaya Reed and Sylvie Neal, who are both Indigenous women who are using this format as a band and as musicians to confront colonialism, uh, oppression, white supremacy, um, sovereignty, institutionalised racism, and so, so much more. And they are able to do that without expressing any vo- any words, statements, or vocals, um, which is, a, I think, a brilliant way of going about it. Yeah, and also, I, I like, obviously we're going to emphasise the no vocals thing a fair bit, but it is a really important factor because it's so hard to convey that kind of a message, nearly all instrumental-based, and the fact that they do it so well and so consistently is, you know, really pat on the back deserving. I feel like they they absolutely smash it every single time. But this album is a little bit different for me. They've kind of ventured out into semi-new territory for the band, a lot more um, a lot more dreamy, I feel like, this record. A little bit. It does feel um, developed, not in the sense that, that their last record wasn't, but it feels like they're trying new things, experimenting, playing around with different types of textures and different types of uses of space. That opener there is, I think, the most poignant uh, Divide and Dissolve have mm-hmm. sounded yet in their discography. Um, and we want to spotlight that this new record is executive produced by Ruben Nielsen of Unknown Model Orchestra, which might be a bit of a random pairing. Yeah, and when I when I found about that, I not not that it was eyebrow raising necessarily, but I was after having listened to the album, I didn't expect that because it, it you know you don't listen to this and go oh yeah this is where I hear the yeah, Unknown like Model Orchestra punchy choruses you hooks, know yeah, yeah jangly influence, but. 
I, I guess he's brought some of that kind of sonic exploration to it, which, which makes this album kind of what it is. Yeah, we're going to, right after these next few tracks, go a little bit more into the sonic territory and terrain of Gaslit. But if you're tucking yourself in for a listen, do that. Tuck yourself in, put yourself in a space where you are going to be able to listen and really take this piece of sound art in because it is a lot off the cuff and it might uh, be intense, but it's intense and intentionally for those reasons, to make you feel uh, uncomfortable and to confront yourself and exactly what they are trying to get at with their mission statement, which is to divide and dissolve the white supremacist structure of our world. Just while I think of it, off the top of my head, the Ruben Nielsen factor actually kind of makes a tiny bit of sense to me because he used to be in not necessarily a hardcore band but a lot heavier of a band called the Mint Chicks before Unknown Mortal Orchestra. So I guess he's still kind of got that hardcore drony uh, bone in his body and wants to wants to flex it every every once in a while yeah and i think um as a person who you know divide and dissolve are so staunchly unafraid of doing things on their terms and their way and not to say that they're divas because that's not the case in any way but rather they are doing things intentionally for a purpose to fulfill that mission and their MO through mm. this music. And so I think having someone like Ruben, who is a Polynesian man together with a Cherokee and Maori woman, is two, two different uh, groups of people meeting on an even playing field. Yeah, definitely. We are going to tuck back into a little bit more of Gaslit here on For the Record on FBI. Let us know what you're thinking on 0409 945 945. Tuck yourself in for some sludgy drone right here. Prove it is the name. Divide and dissolve is the band.
our time. The legacy of greed has grown from its seed to infiltrate every place, every face, releasing a suffering recorded in stone and in bone, so old that language can't console it. This was the blow which we struck at first without knowing how deep it would grow. It would grow into a frightening history that fractures hope. First by attacking the body and then by distorting the mind. It would grow and force us to question whether we are a part of this world or its affliction. Whether our addiction to power will consume the beauty that was once our birthright. This is our time. What is certain is life. Growing out of itself greater than the moment before within us, around us, in spite of us, proving we can't control the thing that brought us up from the cold and will press us back like flowers into the mold. We are tethered to a circuit that excludes nothing, a song the dead can hear, something resilient forming all, something that makes time small, so old that language can't dispose of it, still gold over the violence, don't forget this too, this too is our time, our spirit is not weaker, it is waiting on us to decide what it is that we will honor while we're alive.
like we've been seeing, a powerful voice with just about no vocals at all. We've been listening to the Divide and Dissolve record Gaslit right there. Right there, it's Denial. Following from Did You Have Something To Do With It and Prove It? We're listening to their record Gaslit. You'll be hearing bits and pieces of it throughout this week here on FBI. And in full right up until one here on For The Record. I think a track like that really sums up how I feel about this album. The the marriage of light and dark to me is so important on a record like this. If it was just brute force the whole way through, I think it... Obviously, it would still be an interesting listen, but I, I feel like it tells a little bit more of the of the picture they're trying to paint by having those kind of two sides of the coin. Absolutely. But at this point, like, they've already done that. They've, yeah. They've done the wall of sound uh, go with their first record. It's what they've kind of been able to build their notoriety off, um, that this intense wall of sound on record. But this record, this new record, Gaslit, kind of strips it back a little bit more. And I think hits harder home that picture um, of their message, this feeling of struggle Mm. and trying to fight against racism, colonialism, everything that they talk about in interviews, everything that they're talking about in a live performance setting, which is them breaking up these songs with sort of mini speeches. It's, I think, really powerful and mesmerising on Gaslit. Yeah, and I, I also think it's interesting their choice to, in in the lighter moments, not make quote-unquote happier sounding. It's almost haunting, like eerie to a point. It, it's unsettling to listen to the, you know, these like um, clarinets and saxophones that are playing these ominous kind of like howls throughout the track. It, it really kind of sets the tone for the rest of the record to then jump back into the bottomless pit of noise and sludge. Yeah, I mean, like, symbolically, to me, that kind of hits home this... uh, It's not a notion, it's not a perception, it's a piece that people of colour live with, this idea of uh, ancestral trauma that lives through them today and that that doesn't just go away, it never stops. Mm. There might be happy moments here and there, but this hurting and pain that they're going through in the background lives with them forever yeah it's crazy how they've managed to do that with just instruments it kind of blows my mind because i it, it, a lot of people i've talked when we've t- spoken about um whether or not it's harder to make instrumental music or music with lyrics i actually I, and I'm, i might be in the, the vast uh, minority on this one but i i think it's to a to a degree harder to do it without lyrics because it's oh totally it's like you have to put so much more emphasis on exactly what you're trying to say without with the music and it to me like being able to pull that off as a band i think is if they if it's done right it's one of the most spectacular things in music absolutely but i guess that's because there's that much more space to be aware of you can't hide behind lyrics or you can't let that take the centre stage mm. um, and I think it is all the more impressive considering that this is a duo made up of a drummer and a guitarist. Yeah, definitely. Like, And some of the sounds they're able to pull are just crazy. 
I, I genuinely have no idea how they do it. Now, the only vocals, and I say that with air quotes because I believe it is either computer-generated, AI-generated, the only vocals you hear on the record um, is that on Did You Have Something to Do With? Um, and it is that of Minori Sanchez Fong's poem that she reads throughout, and it's that's it. It's just a poem. There's hardly any backing instrumental and some of the lines in this poem, for example, this is our time, the legacy of greed has grown from its seed, to infiltrate every place, every face, releasing a suffering recorded in stone and in bone, so old that language can't console it, this was the blow which we struck. At first, without knowing how deep it would grow, it would grow into a frightening history that fractures hope, first by attacking the body, and then by distorting the mind, it would grow and force us to question whether we are a part of this world or its affliction, whether our addiction to power will consume the beauty that was once our birthright. This is our time. What is certain is life growing out of itself greater than the moment before within us, around us, in spite of us. And she goes on. And after this poem, the tone of the record shifts and changes and it gets angrier and the sound is more devastating and destructing but I think it's important to mention that never does this record feel sad mm. it doesn't feel sorry for itself it's not wallowing in any pity or anything it's I think a poignant display of two people trying to reclaim their narrative on their own terms yeah it's it's a it's a this is where we're at this is how we're feeling don't feel sorry for us make a change and then that contrasted with this play between uh, softscaping ambient sounds to doom metal this record i think comparatively when i was first listening to it i could sort of see bits and pieces of some metal influences it got me thinking a lot um, of a band called dispossessed um, great local Sydney band who are unfortunately no longer together but have a brilliant back catalogue you should check out and their live shows were the stuff of not legend but they were excellent. It is about 12.30 we're going to jump into a little bit more of the Divide and Dissolve record this one is called Far From Ideal <laughs> Thank you. 
tracks by divide and dissolve mental gymnastics was that one off the back of it's really complicated and far from ideal we're unpacking their latest album gaslit here on for the record on fbi radio with me my billick and dan gordon we're kind of at the pointy end of the record now and we've been talking a lot about how much this record is just another book uh in the divide and dissolve discography and mm. of their story in trying to break down white supremacy and the structures and institutions that uphold it. And I, I really think this is a a massive moment for them as a band. I feel like this is probably, at least in my opinion, going to be the album that kind of propels them further and further mm. into uh, the international scene. They're already getting praise from the likes of NME, um, Pop Matters are really talking about it. Lots of good reviews and um, a really positive album of the day piece from Bandcamp. So they're kind of bridging that gap from just being an out-and-out, you know, cult hero status band to becoming a really important band locally and internationally. And I think that there's there's not many, you know, heavy bands that I would prefer to to kind of represent um, the country like that. Yeah, and I think so many people are really ready to receive this record and yeah. to take stock of 
what they're fighting for, which is Indigenous sovereignty and liberation, and that they're able to maintain the thing, that, like, grit that keeps them so unashamedly themselves, Mm. but move things forward and keep pushing that trajectory and pushing those boundaries across this record is just something that's so commendable and worth all of the praise it's getting overseas. Yeah, and that, I think that's one of the reasons why people are so drawn to this band is because they're so unashamed, unashamedly themselves. You know, they they live and breathe exactly what the ethos of um of their music is, and it's really really nice to see a band like that being kind of given the credit that they're due. Totally, and if this genre, if you are a fan of drone ambient to Krautrock to Folktronica, you should do yourself a favour and listen to Utility Fog with Peter Hollow here on FBI Radio. It's every Sunday from about 7 till 9 p.m., sorry, and Peter is just a wealth of knowledge. His taste is impeccable. I know so many people around the station, so many volunteers who've reflected that Utility Fog was something that really drew their interest in the station and you get two hours unlimited of music like Divide and Dissolve and Gaslit. So Utility Fog every Sunday here on FBI. And I made a mistake. It's from 9 p.m. until 11 here on 94.5 FM. We're going to come back right after these last few tracks. We're really worried about you right here. Closer of Gaslit by Divide and Dissolve.
taking you back to their first record, Abomination. By Divide and Dissolve, that is Assimilation. And before it, we are really worried about you. On FBI, this is for the record. I'm Maya Billick and I'm with Dan Gordon. It's time for us to make some room for Kiki Amber on lunch. Coming up, taking you there, we've got a few more Divide and Dissolve tracks. But first, we want to let you know where you can listen back to today's show. Anywhere you can get your podcast, you can go to fbiradio.com slash programs and you can listen to the show if you want to hear some more Divide and Dissolve or any of the shows that we've done for around about the last two or so years. They should be there. In case you missed it, on the first Wednesday of every month, uh, FBI Radio programs a full day's worth of music by black and indigenous artists. And we want to spotlight a few records we've recently had the pleasure of going through from Ziggy Ramo, who recently took out the Smack Award for Song and Album of the Year, to also um, our brilliant two-part takeover with Dobby oh. on Kendrick Lamar's Dam. So much fun. Such a good listen back if you're into Kendrick, if you're into Dobby, or if you're just into listening to amazing, amazing records. We also recently did, as our 2020 recap, the album by Run the Jewels, RTJ4, and there's so many more. If you want to do a little quick, quick scan through, see what your options are, and then take a peek at what you want to listen back to, you can check us out on Instagram for the record FM. But like Maya said, that is about it for us. If you want to get in touch for the record, at fbiradio.com is the spot to do so. Or you can hit us up on Instagram for the record. FM is the handle. Love to hear from you. Give Kiki Amberbur a long and warm welcome on 0409 She's got you covered on lunch until three. And then you've got Arvos with Darren Lasagas. Oh, just a jam-packed afternoon. Gems all around here on FBI. You're in good hands. We're going to leave you with a cheeky little 7-inch by Divide and Dissolve, RVR, from TFW. See you soon. See you here at the same time next week. <laughs>